Hello guys, here we are with our 10th episode. We're excited to be here. It's been 10 long, not years, but weeks. Yes, weeks. Uh, you might guess how the first take went. Uh, but yeah, so 10 weeks, uh, about two and a half months, and here we are again, bringing you another episode. So I, hold on, real quick. So the 10th anniversary, that's what do you, I think you give someone, I, I want to say 10. Have you heard this? Like the rules that like your first year you give something based around paper and then like 25 yeah. and like gold or something. What's 10 weeks? Do you know that off the top of your head? Is that is that even a thing? 10 weeks? I think that's just like, I think it's $10 in a tip jar or something. Maybe the tip jar that's set up for the ketchup and crab legs ketchup with crab legs podcast yeah i do think the 10th anniversary <laughs> is support your your favorite podcast and so you go and support a different one but while you're feeling charitable you could maybe throw us a bone you know something <laughs> like that i don't know but either way yeah. we, so if we get enough tips maybe we can uh, actually hire a real recording studio studio because our first take went a, a little bit different a studio <laughs> studio our first take, I had the headphones still plugged into the laptop, and there's a lot of switching back and forth and a lot of forgetting going on here, so we really need to hire a third guy to do all this crap. <laughs> Actually, if only there was like a third brother or something that we could, who is definitely a recording specialist. Yeah, that'd be good, could, but yeah, I feel like... Yeah. I feel like with every group of three brothers, there's always like that one slacker who does nothing. Does nothing who to does contribute. Does not help. Like doesn't at all. Didn't even volunteer. Uh, he His does voice. listen. He does listen. Uh, we think. So this will. We this'll, think. We could well, just talk a bunch of crap about him, and then we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out if he's a listener here in the next mm, week or so. So. Uh, <laughs> By the way, not a call out. <laughs> That'll be very fun to hear from. It'll be very anyway, cool to see him soon. <laughs> this episode being number ten, um, it's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be a little more impromptu. Not because it's episode ten, but partially because we both had busy weeks. Uh, Editing the last episode, episode 9, which was amazing. If you liked the intro, please let us know on the Facebook thing because it took a lot of time and I had to do some of the editing twice. Yeah. But episode 10 is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be a little impromptu, but I'm glad we made it here. It's been an enjoyable ride and we hope to continue on the future and gather more followers and maybe even a little bit of cash flow. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't sound too thirsty. Yeah, you know, you might you might uh, get the impression that we might be flying by the seat of our pants as as far as this goes. So as far as topics go, what are you bringing for our 10th episode, our 10th special episode there, Cody? It's going to be a little weak. I'm just kidding. Uh, ah. So the first, first topic I was thinking about talking about was I want to talk about stadiums because, mm -hmm. like, these are just massive endeavors that people go through to build just to have something that we can have a, a sport or a team play in right and it's yeah. something that's very very almost fictitious because it's, it's nothing physically productive towards society that you think of like if you're playing civilization five on your computer <laughs> You're it is not thinking a culture victory in that case. Yeah, you're definitely not thinking, "Oh, I need to build a stadium." Like you can in the game, but you're usually thinking about building other things, to be honest. Yeah. So it's it's something very man-made, right? Yeah. I I mean, most things tend to be, but uh <laughs> when it comes down to it, yeah, as far as the use, I guess for being extremely utilitarian as far as society goes, then yeah, stadiums don't really have a whole lot of use other than a place to collect a lot of people 
but most of them I can think of are cultural based concerts, sporting events, gladiatorial conquests to the death. <laughs> you know, every once in a while though they do serve as actual shelters, like for hurricanes and stuff. Yeah, I was about to say. What, so that is a good the, thing. Louisiana, um, the Saints, their stadium. Uh, yeah, I believe either that, that or one during that was Katrina. In Houston, yeah, in Katrina they had folks just kind of chilling there for no reason. It was not like their town was underwater, but like. Uh, yeah, so stadiums do have, I guess, a use in that sense that they have running water, they have heat, they have electricity, or they might have heat, they have electricity, and they got a lot of surface area. So in that sense, yes, as a shelter, a stadium does have its use there. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah. So yeah, the that, stadiums. Uh, it's also where hot dogs come from, right? That's where all <laughs> the hot dogs get produced in the world. They just kind of appear there. I um, don't think so, but there is definitely a lot of hot dogs eaten at stadiums. Yes. But yes. I was looking up recently the most expensive stadiums, right? Yeah. And how much they're like spending on these bad boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically, I used some website called SeatGeek or something like that. Uh, so I was looking at the prices of them, what's the most expensive ones. Obviously, on the top ten list, Football stadiums tend to dominate the list. There's more football stadiums than any other sport. Now, with that being said, some of these football stadiums are used for multiple sports, say soccer, hockey. I don't think they share them with basketball. Uh, Maybe with baseball. But I don't think any of the ones on the top ten list share it with baseball. But either way, they're they're largely dominated by football, which is probably the most popular sport in America in terms of like revenue and stuff like that. American football, not soccer. However, with that being said, uh, if you look at number one, it is still in the works. The Los Angeles Stadium estimated for $2.66 billion. And then you have the Las Vegas Raiders Stadium estimated to be $2.4 billion. But that one's also not finished yet either. So we move to number three, and this one's a little close to us, Atlanta Falcons. Mercedes-Benz Stadium at $1.6 million. So that is technically, according to this list, the most expensive stadium that is currently finished, (laughs) right? You know, that is a pretty big drop between, like, what, two... It was a big... It was, like, almost a billion dollars. Yeah, like, the first one was 2.6, 2.6 bill. And then you finished number three with 6 mil. Like That that was 2.66. Oh, oh my God! Huge <laughs> difference. I mean, yeah, still kind of an, a huge. And the difference. second one was two point four, and then you drop all the way down to one point six. So yeah. yeah, that is a big drop. Now that's I will a say, big number. The number one Los Angeles Stadium, two point six six, is supposed to host the Olympics of twenty twenty eight. So really plan those things out that far in advance, huh? I'm not really sure if uh, that plays a huge factor in how how much they spend on it, but. I can tell you, that's yeah. a factor, probably. That is, I'm sure. Definitely why. Even though, uh, what didn't they build Turner Field for the for the Olympics? Probably. I that can't say I was very old cheap. at the time. <laughs> uh, I mean, anyway, at the time, yeah. <laughs> Mercedes-Benz Stadium, if you haven't heard, has been tr- had trouble opening. It's supposed to have be a retractable dome. Uh, it's been finished for a while, but the mm-hmm. dome hasn't been quite working for a while. I, I believe just mm. yesterday I was seeing on the news, or yesterday or the day before, which this is going to be off a little bit by the release date, yeah, but still. Say, uh, this dates <laughs> when we recorded this episode. In but, July, they yeah. got the <laughs> they got the retractable stadium working. I don't know the specifics on the issues they were having with it, but that just goes to show you, you spent $1.6 billion, and it's still a little bit 
uh, clunky. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know. It is a cool roof, though. If you haven't seen it, look up a video of it. It opens, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's a bunch of triangles that kind of slide along each other and kind of it opens is, up. It so looks the cool. The shape of it is really cool. It's reminiscent of sort of like a geodesic dome. Not quite like Epcot style, but it is still pretty. I remember when I first saw it in person, I was like in awe because it looked like something from a sci-fi film or just some sort of young adult dystopian novelization of a movie or a book of movieification of a novel, either direction. But I just like, and it also like helped that I was also going for Monster Jam. So it was just this big building with like the roaring of engines. It was a very surreal experience for me. Um, and also Monster Jam. Oh, I didn't know the Monster Jam was in there. Yeah, that's where Monster Jam was. It was very cool. You could hear, so get keep in mind the ceiling wasn't open, but like you could hear the roar of the engines two blocks away. Like it was like just <laughs> so just freaking loud in that building. Uh, like we had brought it was uh, Josh and Brittany, of course. So or John Stamos and Miss Stamos, I guess. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, you know, we had brought our own ear earplugs, and it. I hope that they were handing them out. Otherwise, I know they had some like uh, novelty monster truck tire themed uh, headphones that, you know, for children essentially, or I mean, or an adult with their own money, I guess. Uh, those are bold words coming from a guy who re- reviews Nerf vi- uh, guns on or Nerf blasters on YouTube. So I guess I can't say too much about who the intended target audience is, but uh, you know, like. It was still, like, it was so abysmally loud. I say abysmally, but it was very cool. So I guess, like, when it comes to actual stadiums, that's where the Atlanta United games are held, I believe. Yeah, uh, they I share mean, it with the soccer team. Yeah, and, like, one... But it was mainly built for the Falcons. Of course, yes. <laughs> uh, why would we build anything for a soccer team here in the States? Apparently, the Atlanta United is, like, what, the one team that's really taken off as far as, like, where... They're doing like, really well, especially considering like, how young they are. Americans like give a crap about them. Like in terms of just like I've seen some froth. Like soccer fans, ten, uh, soccer and or football fans tend to kind of froth at the mouth as far as their sports cons- concerned. And I feel safe saying that considering that there's tends to be there's not a sport that really goes hand in hand with riot as much as like football, American uh, or soccer goes for. You know what I mean? Like I'd say more so in hockey, Europe. Yeah, like, but you have kind of a more riot behavior, I would say, in Europe with soccer. Mm-hmm. But definitely, I mean, there's probably definitely some people who get pretty into it in America now too. Yeah, uh, it's wild. But yeah, one point six million dollars, billion dollars. Sorry, um, pretty big difference. You kind of have to think about it. Like, is it worth it? They're they're touting that the Super Bowl is going to come here next year and that the 2020 NCAA Final Four is going to be played there. So, yeah, it'll bring in some out-of-state revenue, uh, and I'm sure they'll host a lot of concerts and stuff like that. But I'm sure yeah. they use some taxpayer money and stuff like that. Like It's it's a wonder how much they spend on these stadiums. It's, like, it's a wonder how whoever is splitting the bill for these stadiums, how they get their money back. It's just so much. I mean, I'm it sure they do. Otherwise, very- they wouldn't build them. It is a very risky investment. Like, we were talking about Los Angeles, which I was, or we were talking about Olympic stadiums for just a moment. And, like, 
just do a quick Google. Look for like old <laughs> Olympic villages, old Olympic stadiums. Like, if they're really like shambles, right? If it's not like, yeah, like literally, like the only one or I a think shell of, of its or of its original. Yeah, there are some like I think I believe the Beijing one that was not too long ago. That one's like covered in vines, or like there you can see. Uh, it's like there's this weird phenomenon. I'm talking out of my rear on this one. I'm literally doing no research. I did all of my research in the last episode that I'm planning to do as far as the next three. So I'm gonna talk out of my rear for this one. But there is a con- uh, almost a correlation. Almost allegedly. There we go. I'm protecting myself with language here. Um, a correlation with the Olympics coming to a location, the amount of money spent to prepare for the Olympics versus the economic destitution that happens to that location afterwards. So, like, the Rio... Uh, no, Rio hasn't happened yet, right? I don't know. There uh, was a big uh, uh, FIFA World Cup. That's you know, right. Rio. That's right. I was trying and to And there was a big concern because it was like, oh, wow, you're spending all this money on the stadiums and the area and stuff mm-hmm. like that for but, people coming in. But, like, Rio's well, full of favelas. Like, yeah, and... And so, like, when you look at it, it's like, wow, you're spending all this money for, let's just say it's not a correlation, but it's at the very least a very heavily weighted coin flip of just, like, because, like, the Athens Olympics, the the Grecian Olympics, not, like, historically Grecian. I don't know why I was so mad when I was like, not that, as if a different person was saying that and I was correcting an (laughs) idiot. It was me talking, so I guess whatever. But, like, the Grecian uh, economy has not exactly been great. <laughs> I mean, in the past, I don't know, 50 years. So, like, you got to keep that in mind that it's amazing that, like, Atlanta, I, I can't say a whole lot. I'm not looking at a spreadsheet right here in front of me of, like, literally Georgia's economy, Atlanta's economy, pro or pre versus post Olympics. But, like, when you build a stadium, you are trying to, like, okay, we're going to make a nice stadium so people will come and spend money in our town. Luckily, Atlanta tends to be kind of the hub of the southeast as far as when anybody comes down, as far as, like, musicians or comedy acts or whatever. Like, you don't really see them if they're big enough names. They don't really go to Athens or go to whatever. It's either that or, like, Tennessee. you got to go up to Tennessee to, like, meet them in, uh, what, Chattanooga, I guess? Uh, so Nashville, Nashville, yeah, Nashville is also one of the big towns. So like, I guess like, obviously it's investing in your town when you do this. It, you're building something nice and hope in hopes to bring, you know, new stuff. And like Atlanta is like a cultural hub. We have like what the C- the the Cartoon Network Animation Center down here. Uh, There's CNN, a lot of stuff the CNN there. building. Yeah. We have a lot of artists, musical artists, are based in Atlanta, or at least you know from Atlanta, or ho- to have a new home in Atlanta. Whatever. Like Georgia is kind of, I guess, like the I'm I'll call it the shining star as far as like creators goes. Because like we have, I mean, Florida. I don't really count Florida as the South, to be honest. But that's like a lot of tourism. <laughs> South Carolina. I don't know what they have, to be honest. Uh, North Carolina, they got a bunch of breweries. We talked about that last week. Alabama, <laughs> let's not talk about Alabama too much. Uh, then we have, like, Arkansas? I don't know. And Mississippi? Ten- Tennessee, I think, is our next one. Like, literally just as far as, yeah. like, Typically when I think of, like, the Southeast, I'm like, creators. okay, you got a big producer. I think Georgia, but I'm sure I'm biased. But then I will say <laughs> I think Tennessee is definitely a number two. And yeah. then probably North Carolina or Alabama. Mm-hmm. Like, but let's not alienate our audience. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying not to. Like, I'm. I, I want to be very clear. I am speaking. We're just out of the my best. Rear, like, and I'm. And I will acknowledge bias. Yes, I am from Georgia's. But like, I'm trying to sit here thinking. Like, 
you know, when I think of musical artists, it is definitely Tennessee or Georgia or whatever, you know, like, and so like we have that. So I guess like there is a value somewhere in investing in your town. That's important. But like, how much? And is it going to pay off? Yeah. Because I feel, I mean, I wasn't there when Atlanta did it, but uh, I mean, one of the stadiums turned into a baseball stadium, mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't just in Atlanta. Like when they did the rafting, that was all the way up in North Georgia, from what I understand. And you know they had events all over, mm-hmm. kind of like uh, when they're talking about doing the FIFA World Cup in the U.S. It's not just going to be in the U.S. It's going to be Mexico and Canada as well. It's going to be a little bit more spread out, but they have to put a name to it, and they're like, "Oh, it's going to be held in the U.S." or, or you know, "Oh, it's going to be held in Atlanta," for in yeah. terms of the Olympics. Uh, but I feel like, especially lately, after the 2000s, a lot of these cities being selected for the Olympics are really using it as, like, a, the countries are using it as a touting point. They're like, oh, we're going to have the most extravagant show and the the best stadium and stuff like that. And so it, they spend a lot of money to show off, and then afterwards they don't have much to show <laughs> for Yeah, it. like, I'm trying to, like... It was a while back. Like, I can't tell you exactly how developed these stories went, but, like, do you remember the Sochi, like, Winter Olympics and how, like, they're like, oh, we're going to build this super, we're spending this much money, and then, like, the hotels that they were putting people in were literally, like, the water levels were not great. They weren't, like, quite Ah, finished yet, from what I understand. Yeah, the toilets, like, hanging off the wall or something. Like, it was just, like, uh, and you're about to hold the Olympics and uh, looks at watch two months, like, what's going on like so you know i guess it's one of those like what you put into it is what you might get but yeah even just regular stadiums it's amazing how much money they spend on them but you know i guess they're pulling in a lot of money too so it's uh it is investors like pays for itself i'm sure it does but the one in los angeles seems pretty cool uh, I believe I was reading that they were gonna nope, not the Los Angeles one, the Las Vegas one was mm-hmm. gonna have a glass domed roof. Whoa! And retractable curtain like windows. Man, I guess that it's is a direct good thing. from the website. <laughs> my my first thought was like, what about hail? And then I forgot that Las Vegas doesn't tend to experience much weather other than sun. Like, I'm sure it's <laughs> pretty strong glass though, like aquarium glass. I'm sure. Yeah, like to keep all them people in. Uh, but <laughs> like, wait, hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Wasn't that the bulb dome? Remember that episode of SpongeBob, like the glass top, <laughs> the dome. Uh, no, are you talking about Sandy's house? <laughs> no, the dome. You know, literally the iconic Band Geeks. The episode. Oh yeah. That's you know. th- they're also putting that in there. Yes, nice. Just read it. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> confirmed. Yes, SpongeBob will be hi- uh, 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 headlining. <laughs> No, but uh, yeah, it's 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 just amazing how much they'll spend for it. But uh, speaking of other retractable domes, I've also been in Toronto recently. I saw the Blue Jays Stadium. Mm-hmm. I forget the actual name of it, but it is also had a retractable dome, and we had a pretty tall, pretty tall condo that we were staying in while we were there. So we got to see it actually retract and go back, uh, De- and it looked pretty cool De-tract? to watch it do that. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, I was like, okay, so retract is opening. What's closing? retract? Open, close, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so I got to watch. We got to watch it actually do that, and it was pretty cool to watch it do that. But when the dome is closed, 
I'm not going to lie, it's a really ugly stadium. <laughs> it's probably one of the ugliest stadiums from the outside when it's closed up. Actually, you hear, from the... You hear that, Even Toronto? when it's open... <laughs> Cody's got stuff to say about your stadium. Even when it's open, it's pretty ugly from the outside. <laughs> mm, dang. Like, it looks like a building. Like, it's, like, squarish from the well, outside. it's a good thing that it is one, I guess, but I know what you mean. Uh, it just doesn't look like a stadium, really. It's, mm-hmm. it's just kind of ugly. I guess that's a good point, or, or it can be a point as far as, like, if we're going to measure the size of our metaphorical, you know what, uh, we might as well make it pretty, and we also might as well make it large and impressive. So the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, you know it's a stadium, or at least it you looks know cool. it's important. It looks cool. It's got a giant steel falcon on the outside. Like, yeah. It's it's in, it's imposing. It's intimidating. It's impressive. It's <laughs> impressive and it's imperative. I was looking for another IMP, but you know, <laughs> imperative's not exactly a good fit for that one. But impeccable. You know, impeccable. That's a neat one. There you it's, go. Uh, Free of charge. Yeah, influenza. That's the only one I had left. And you know what? <laughs> <laughs> like, I gotta say, I'm not loving it. But um, yeah, so stadiums. They're Pretty well. See, okay, so we also were going to talk, or we briefly talked about, like, so, uh, the concept of, you know, going to a baseball game or any other sports event, but if you don't like the game, but you like, like, say, for instance, your specific way you worded it, I'm going to quote you, I'm going to put words in your mouth, prepare. I hate baseball. No, I'm kidding. Uh, So, uh, you're like, you know, even though I'm not the biggest fan of baseball, I enjoy going to baseball games because the stadium aura, the atmosphere, is just fun. You could draw that out to any sport for me. Mm-hmm. I've only been to one professional. Well, actually, I've never been to a professional football game. Let me take that back. I've been to one college football game, but it was at the Georgia Dome because it was the SEC game, mm-hmm. and it was also for free. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, but anything, like, even if I don't like the sport, like, I, I definitely don't follow hockey at all, but I mm-hmm. think it'd be fun to go to a game just because anything in a stadium definitely has that kind of, like, uh, it has that feeling, and you just, it's more enjoyable at the game than watching it on TV, listening to the radio, or trying to, I don't know, however else to consume that kind of media. But <laughs> Written down, <laughs> reading it. <laughs> reading it. <laughs> Uh, I mean, do you have any experience with that where you went to a game? I'm sure you've been to Dude. a game because you're not really a sports guy. Dude. That you don't really like the sport in particular, but you enjoyed yourself at the game, right? I, well, sort of, but not quite in the <laughs> way that you're talking about. So ages ago, like ninth grade level or eighth grade, actually, we went to a baseball game. Uh, with, we had some, um, we had some, what are they called? Pen pals? Yeah, pen pals come over from Sweden. From, yeah, from Sweden. And oh, you were there? No, uh, we didn't. Kind of. Actually, <laughs> sorta. That's I forgot about. Yeah, the why don't you just go ahead and tell that story? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So w- this one's gonna be kind of a long one, but it's also anything that I'm talking about. So <laughs> let's go into it. So we had these pen pals. They were Swedish, and it was really cool. It was a really cool program that was done through Georgia College and our middle school and we had swedish pen pals and we would talk back and forth. we also had some german ones but that one didn't really go anywhere or didn't go too much further than the pen pal part so one year our eighth grade year their whole class came over and we kind of did the whole we're gonna do the american thing so we went to a baseball game at turner field we went to eat at the varsity at, uh, you know near the field we also went to bartram forest you were there 
and in Milledgeville. And, you know, we did a bunch of stuff. We, like, hung out at the school, all that kind of crap. And it was a lot of fun. And, you know, we got to meet our pen pals. And that was really cool. And, um, yeah, so when we went to the game, I am not a sports guy. And, like, I try not to be, like, the guy that go, like, Ugh, sports! And just, like, ruin everybody else's fun. Like, because of the fact that, like, everybody has their own passions. And it's not right for me to dump on someone else's passion if and also like humans are a statistical bunch we like stats and sports are just like full of them we're full of stats we just want to know everybody's yeah you can make up tons of stats about yeah sports. and like rbi so it's great for people who really like digging into that like i like fantasy baseball a lot mm-hmm. even though i'm not as into baseball as i am into fantasy baseball because it's just it's like addicting to look at the stats and be like oh man i'm doing good today or Dude, i'm if doing you- bad today Dude, us running the podcast, me with my channel, me with my Etsy page, literally, I'm just looking at stats. <laughs> looking at views. And oh, <laughs> week, man. I'm just like, who's watching it from Chrome? So good. Yeah, who's watching it from Chrome? <laughs> who's our one listener on Alta Vista? Like, <laughs> but, who's uh, using AOL? <laughs> what in the world? Find them. But Grandpa. Uh, <laughs> Grandpa. But, yeah, so we went to the game, and I remember sitting there, and it was nosebleed seats, of course, for kids. Who cares? I got a really really kick-ass cherry snow cone i remember that and like i don't remember it was how made the game right went. out of the nose bleeding <laughs> yeah it was oh gross oh man hold <laughs> on a second i gotta recover um but it was just like it was a lot of fun but it was like i didn't care about the game i couldn't tell you the score i couldn't tell you anybody who was on bat uh i couldn't tell you anything about it and most of the fun that i had was not based around the game or even sitting in the chair we walked around the stadium and like went up the elevator but also at the same time, it was the first time that I kind of had a personal autonomy in that, like, it was kind of at an age where parents weren't too cool about us, like, walking around without supervision. But this was kind of like a, well, we're at the stadium. As long as you don't leave the stadium, you're good. And, like, oh, I'm going to run to the bathroom. Wink. And then you just go, like, goof off on, like, the floor above you, the floor below you. So that's where a lot of the fun came from was just, like, me, a couple friends, John Stamos, and David Coulier. We were all hanging out <laughs> and, like running around and we decided like being eighth graders to come up with this little joke that we were looking for a friend of ours because you know what's funnier than a missing child prank and like (laughs) everything (laughs) even david coulier is funnier than a missing child prank and i still so we're going around like steve steve have you seen our friend steve he's wearing a yellow t-shirt with a red baseball cap or you know whatever and we can't find him. Oh, I think he went that way. Cool. Thanks, mister. And we go and run off or whatever. And, like, you know, we're doing that. And that was where a lot of the fun came from. It was also the first time I heard the song Albuquerque by Weird Al. So that was clearly You heard that cha- in the stadium? No, it wasn't at the stadium. It was on the, like, on the way back from it, so to speak. On the radio? No. Uh, actually, Where'd you hear it? <laughs> my friend, who's another character from Full House, uh, Mary Kay Olsen had a <laughs> PS Vita or like a PSP actually that had a few vi- music videos downloaded onto it because this is like around the time of like iPod MP3 play and like that's where the and she I guess <laughs> had it had this music video saved and like that was the first time I'd heard Albuquerque and also understood Albuquerque the by Weird Al yes Albuquerque by Weird Al of course and it changed my life literally like pre-Albuquerque days, post-Albuquerque days, I changed who I am as a person, I guess. And that was, you know, 
that's also the thing I remember. I remember nothing about the game, but I had fun that day, and it was a lot of fun. We also stopped at, like, Tanger Outlet and stuff like that, so, of course... And also, they bought a bunch of Crocs, because apparently they're cheaper over here in the States than it were they were in Sweden. Also, the Kroner uh, changes. With good reason. Nobody here wants them. <laughs> well, at the time... Back people, in the day, people did. People did. Um, this is also pre-embellishments, like the little bejewel stuff you can do to them. It's pre-croc boots. It's pre-croc sandals. Literally, it was just croc, crocs, done. Uh, I had two pair. but They uh, were ugly, but I didn't have the heart to tell you. <laughs> that's fine. They were, co- they were comfy. I get it. Like I get why pe- they exist, but yikes. They always grossed me out, to be honest. I was like, your foot's just all in that rubbery plastic. I can just imagine getting all nasty They remind sweaty. me. Of the Vibram, the Vibram shoes, like the toe shoes, you know? Oh, those gross me out even more. I just imagine like, those I being I want disgusting. to wear them. I, I want to try them out. <laughs> but it's like, if I see them, I'm just like, ew. Like, <laughs> I think it's just because it's a shoe shape like a foot. Anyway, uh, so we did all that good fun, and I remember nothing about it. So fast forward to the next day. We were all going to, like, pile into a school bus, and we are going to go to Bartram Forest. It's a forest in Milledgeville, and, like, we kind of had like an outdoor grilling and playing with pool noodles and canoeing on the lake and really just goofing off. I really don't really remember exactly what all we were doing. And in classic, classic uh, Cody Meek sense, you tagged <laughs> along and they said okay. Like, let me just preface this: we did not go to the same school. We He's didn't go two to grades the same above district. me. Like, we didn't go to the same. District. Yeah, like, we went to schools in different counties. He's two grades. Cole's two grades above me. You would have been just and, starting out at GMC at this time. Yeah, this is this is not the first time I've done stuff like this. Like I've been to his extended family Christmases probably more times than I have not. And yeah. I don't even know if they know me. <laughs> at this point, like literally, they kind of do. They're just like you're that guy who's Cole's friend. Yeah, like all of my they probably family, there's probably 50 50 whether they know me you as Steve started or Cody. getting presents like at some point <laughs> so like yeah that's kind of like you've been to more of my extended family things than i have been to yours and like that's kind of actually for a little while 50 50 almost but like yeah anyway again school district was like okay we'll take another kid to be responsible for sure neat <laughs> and and now my mom's also a teacher so like that may have had some sway our teacher at the time she's super cool she's still super cool shout out to miss marlo miss john stamos uh different miss <laughs> john stamos i guess miss kimmy gebler what's up um but like you know, they were just like, all right, sure, we'll do this. And the boy was wearing a yellow T-shirt with a red baseball cap. Therefore, got the nickname Steve for probably the rest of his career as far as everybody in my, like, graduating class As a living cared. person. <laughs> yeah, like, Steve became your nickname. Literally, like, when I referred – because it got harder to go, like, hey, my friend Cody. And they're like, oh, you mean Cody X last name? Because we had a couple Codys in my grade. But I'm like, no, no, not Cody them. My brother, Co- or like my friend, because this was before we decided to just cut ties and just call each other brothers or whatever. But like, <laughs> because that got easier after time. I was like, you know, my friend Cody goes to GMC, you know, all this stuff. And they're like, no. And I'm like, yeah, you've met him though. Like, short kid, blonde hair, bowl cut at the time, you know, whatever. And Steve! <laughs> Steve! And eventually it just got to like, Steve. Like, this is Steve. Like, oh, like literally, like, we saw you at what you're wearing and like all, like, the. Uh, who are the two friends I said? Mr. and Mrs. John Stamos? I don't remember. But, <laughs> like, that I was hanging out with. And, oh, Dave Cooley and John Stamos. That's it. We were both like, wait, 
it's Steve. We found him. Oh my God, Steve! They left you on the bus. Oh my, you know, like just we made this into a, a mythos of who you were, and literally, Charlie. To this day, I know plenty of Charlies. I think if I keep the last name gone, Charlie. Shout out to Charlie Daniels. No, Brown. Uh, Charlie, Charlie Brown. Brown. What's up, Charlie Brown? Um, you know who you are. Like for a good long, literally the longest time, because like, God, I, dude. Since third grade, me and that boy go way back. Uh, me and a lot of those folks go way back. It's awesome. But, like, still called you Steve well into adulthood. Like, in that we are all graduated. If I ever get a business card, it'll have to be, like, Cody, Steve, Steve yeah. whichever one you well, know me by. <laughs> yeah, really. It, literally, because, like, in like in Ballin County, you were Cody. And in Jones County, you were Steve. Like... <laughs> So, I could get away with murder in Jones County. Just go to Baldwin County. Like, Have you seen a guy named Steve? Like, no. no. Yellow shirt. I know a Cody. Hat. Like, I don't know Steve. <laughs> but, yeah, He's like, still wearing that red hat. <laughs> still wearing that red hat. I think it was a Dr. Pepper hat, actually. Um, but I would not be surprised. Well, we can also talk about that later. We can. We can bring that up because you dropped some news on me that rocked my world because of that. Um, but... Yeah, so, like, that was kind of a thing that you got this alias because of just some weird details that you had no idea. You weren't there, man. You were there, I guess. But, like, you weren't there, man. You just got – you just showed up to have some fun. You got a dumb nickname as a result. I'm so sorry. I never apologized for it. But, like, uh, yeah, so, like, again, that was, I guess, your sort of debut with this friend group, too, as in, like, oh, you're a real person. Cole hasn't been making you up because, like, that's kind you're of You're not like whole... Hobbs the Tiger. <laughs> yeah, like, I got a girlfriend. She lives in Canada, you know, like, that kind of crap. So, <sighs> that... And, so, you and... did have some hype with that stadium. It just wasn't for the game at all. <laughs> exactly. I'm really glad you remember what we were talking about. Uh, so, like, <laughs> that it was, it was tons of fun. But, like, again, I did not care about the game in least bit. And, like... Again, and like I've tried watching like football on TV, but it's it's one of those things that like I'm a very I like going to Super Bowl parties. Those are always fun because there's always food there, dude. And I love food as so. much as I <laughs> love food. It's like I'm a very anxious person, and like and the uh, cheese dip and cheese uh, dip stresses me out, man. <laughs> no, uh, but like people tend to get really really heated about football, and just like going to a party where like chips and dip and all that stuff. I can make my own chips and dip. I'll get my own buffalo wings. I'll sit at home and not yell at the TV for a little while. Because just, like, even though I know that I'm not the one being yelled at, you know, like, when when you're that type of person, it's just like, oh, God, there's a lot of yelling. There's a lot of people here. What I honestly your, wouldn't mind if I the games were a little shorter. Yeah. Oh, my God, the commercials, On a too. weeknight? Because Super Bowl's always on a weeknight. It's like, can you be, like, a little bit shorter or just do it on a weekend? It's just so many commercials. And, like, it's not even and, – and, like, it used to be a thing where it's like, I only watch the Super Bowl because the commercials. And then, like – the commercials used to be clever. Hey, now hey, this last of... commercials were funny. They had the guy from uh, Stranger Things talking about Tide Pods. It's kind of like <laughs> they've become like not really self-aware. They've been self-aware this entire time, but just like they know they've gotten a little cheesy. Tune in, and then like the past few like the the halftime shows, just from what I've read, have been kind of just shit shows and like are just not that great because even like. I remember the last one, I was like, oh, the Who's playing? Awesome. And then just like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? So it's That was just, a long time ago, too. It, I mean, it was ages. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, like I just don't put a whole lot of stock into live uh, sports, I guess, 
And like but in marching band, you kind of have to. It's like, the atmosphere, though. Footlong mm-hmm. hot dogs and and giant sodas that you pay too much for. Some people pay a shitload for beer. Oh um, my god! And like in baseball games, the drunk guy who's like, okay, so he can be funny or he can be annoying. He's awful. It's always a toss up. He smells like Bud Light, and he's hanging way too far off the handrail for me to be okay <laughs> with it because I'm about to witness a death, and I'm not okay with that. Like, I'll be honest. I went to one game, and there was a guy who was like. He had to be, like, six beers in before the game started. <laughs> oh, no. But, like, part of the way through the game, we're sitting really close because I went with my brother. And then part of the way through the game, they hit this super high, like, pop fly. Like, it was mm-hmm. one that, you know, someone who doesn't really play baseball, I would be a little bit nervous catching it with a glove, right? Because I'd yeah. be like, oh, man, if I miss that's it, coming in right in the face. at your face. It's going to be worse yeah. than egg on the face. It's going to be baseball on the face, right? Now, how <laughs> much would you flip? It hits you in the face. It was an egg the whole time. <laughs> like you've been playing so, egg hand. Like it was a really high pop up fly, and it went over into foul territory. And this guy was super drunk. He caught it barehanded with one hand. That, like okay. like it was nothing. He was that just was like, the only way that was gonna happen. <laughs> and I was like, what? It's what like, is wrong with the guy? He's superhuman. He, also, he the, I do know a friend buffs. who has personally seen someone actually go over the rail and die so that's oh a little my unfortunate god see what i mean that's nightmare territory yeah that would be scary I, like i'm glad i didn't witness it i feel bad for him because it like it really did traumatize him a little hold bit. on wait real quick how's john stamos doing though yeah john stamos <laughs> it, it took a kind of hard he like he didn't ride the motorcycle he didn't play guitar for a week oh and john stamos really likes that guitar and motorcycle at the same time <laughs> Yeah, at the same time. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to make light of this, obviously, but, like, just because... It is horrible, though. I like, don't know I, if you've I noticed... I don't know if y'all have noticed as the listeners, but we, we're we not certain if we want to drop real names on the on our show. So Except we've for been, John Stamos. That's yeah, a real no, no, name, no. Cole. No. I mean, yes, it is real. <laughs> and we, we are really friends with re- him. Thank you. I was getting to there. Like, we are really real, really real good friends with John Stamos. And occasionally Dave Coulier. I don't like that cut it out crap, but you know, you, you know, when you're friends with someone long enough, you kind of forgive them of the stupid jokes that they've been telling. <laughs> You've been hearing them for ages, but like, yeah. So sports. We'll invite some other people on eventually, like I don't know Chris Brown or whatever. Uh, oh but- yikes! Hold on, that's not very cool. <laughs> Uh, Let's talk about the Dr. Pepper thing. You recently found out that okay, as, this as boy, a young, this boy, <laughs> go ahead, <laughs> has always loved Dr. Pepper. Always. If you asked me, he had the baseball hats. He had the pajama pants. Like literally, Dr. Pepper was the True drink story. he chose all the time. Like I am not putting words in his mouth. I was more of a Coca-Cola fan myself, and I had a Coca-Cola baseball hat. This boy had a Dr. Pepper ba- baseball hat. And we were slaves to the brand. You know, we were fanboys, I guess. But, like, oh, my God, Dr. Pepper. And you dropped some news (laughs) on me the other day that I was like, what? Like, what was that news, Cody? So, Dr. Pepper, when I was younger, I do have the Dr. Pepper pajamas. I do have the Dr. Pepper hat. And You you had a a little metal airplane made out of the cans, dude. Like, Hey, someone gave that to me before. You know, that might have actually kick-started why I was a huge advocate for Dr. Pepper. My uncle Keith. My uncle, John Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> and that works out. I love this I didn't joke. know his sister's a Mary-Kate uh, Olsen. <laughs> Whoa, weird. Anyway, um, yeah, my uncle gave that to me, and I really liked it. Uh, 
but that may have kickstarted my my huge advocacy for Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Um, and I always advocated for it, and I always got Dr. Pepper, and yeah, it tasted good. But you know, deep down inside, as I got older, I really realized this. I was like, you know, I like Coke better, and I think I've always liked Coke better. Like it literally tastes better. But I've just always been an advocate for Dr. Pepper, and I, I, I'm a loyalist, and I, I can. I can lie for a brand. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good about lying about how much I like a JK. brand. Especially if that means that I'm getting paid. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know this, but ever since I was about seven, Dr. Pepper's been giving me money. <laughs> no. Whoa. You but Dr. Pepper. <laughs> but I was a huge advocate for Dr. Pepper just because, like, I don't know, I was like, I was just a huge advocate for the brand. The brand got me. And even though I knew Dr. Coke tasted better, I was just, I'm a Dr. Pepper guy. I'm a pepper. Yeah. It was like, yeah. 10, 2, and 4, people. <laughs> you got, uh, what was it? It was it, Be a Pepper was its thing, I guess. Like Yeah, Be a Pepper. And at, you're supposed to have a Dr. Pepper at 10 o'clock a.m., 2 o'clock p.m., and 4 o'clock p.m. 10, wasn't 2, and that 4. The, the 23 flavors, or was that KFC? Dr. Pepper also claims to have 23 unique flavor blend. Yeah, I never did have a sophisticated enough palate to discern all that. But, yeah, Stupid. like, I do enjoy... Oh, well, let's look at the But, uh, like, I do enjoy Dr. Pepper now, actually. It's it's one of those... And I've I, actually heard of all the diet drinks. Diet Dr. Pepper is the most close to resembling the original. It's really not bad. That's what I've heard. Yeah, like, I've actually had Diet Dr. Pepper. I don't drink I it I refuse regularly. to drink diet drinks, because if I want to eat something or drink something tasty, I'm just going to commit myself to be unhealthy. Yeah, like... Yeah, exactly. You might as well, like, soda really... I'm not going to half-enjoy something. I'm not going to half-ass enjoying and getting fat. I'm going to whole-ass enjoying getting fat. I mean, you can you can enjoy your new whole-ass from drinking the full-on <laughs> soda, I a guess. A whole second one. But a whole second ass, I guess. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, that just rocked me to my core because it's basically the same thing as, like, say, like, I did pretend, like, yeah, Atlanta Braves, hell yeah, you know, like... Uh, I mean, just not really quite Atlanta, but like roll tide, you know, like when you say everything, almost dogs, like a bandwagon. Whatever, like when you bandwagon it for so hard. Actually, I. Did. But is it really bandwagging it if you stick to it for life? <laughs> yes, by definition. Uh, but <laughs> like, I did this with Star Wars for the longest time. Like, I didn't see Star Wars until I was well into seventh grade. But like, when, oh, I really do love Star Wars. When so. Attack of the Clones came out when I was in fifth grade or fourth, like, actually, yeah, fifth, like, people were like, oh, I love Star Wars. And I just really liked lightsabers, to be honest. I didn't get huge. <laughs> it's about the story. But, like, which is a good thing now, I guess. But, like, I love, okay, real quick, aesthetically, I love Attack of the Clones. The first, the tr- original trilogy is really easy to dump on. I'm not going to do it. Aesthetically, I love Attack of the Clones, but that's only... The worst claimed movie is my favorite because it has my two favorite characters in it that both die in the first movie. Darth Maul, Qui-Gon Jinn. Whoa, spoiler yes. alert for the first <laughs> one. I just love Attack of the Clones. Don't because... watch. Don't listen to this episode if you oh, uh, if dude, you haven't seen it. I really... <laughs> and this warning's a little bit late. Hey, real quick. We got to play uh, uh, Battlefront 2 again sometime because that game's fun. That's a good game. Um of course. Shout out to Battlefront 2. Shout out to Star Wars <laughs> Battlefront 2. You know which one. Uh, <laughs> the, sec- the, the second one's really not bad. It's pretty good. I obviously just, I mean, it's classic. It's a classic. But I just like the attack on Genosis. I love the LAAT ships aesthetically. They're just really cool. Kamina's cool. Jango Fett's cool. I don't care how pointless he is. Whatever. But 
I forgot my original point. Cool. Let's <laughs> look at this. Uh, talking about me being a poser for Dr. Pepper, apparently. Yeah, that's right. I was a poser for Star Wars because, like, they started making really kick-ass Lego sets. And I, I sacrificed really a lot, them. too, because that hat was tight. Yeah, it was tight. And um, non-adjustable. <laughs> Dude, I remember you, I would wear it, and, if, and I would quote, it feels like my brain's being pushed back in. <laughs> like, I mean, I have a small head, but still... I know it was small on your on your head because like you would wear it just to get like I don't know sometimes you would wear it and be like oh I need to get my blood flowing up here I need I need need, like I don't know what it was you just kept the hat real tight and like sometimes I feel like okay this is probably gonna be a little out there but like sometimes I feel like my brain is not in my head it's kind of floating about three inches outside of it and like it's just a little fuzzy it's probably some mental whatever but like. When I wore his hat, I was just like, hold on, let me see that real quick. It would just squish everything back in. I could clearly think again. I, it was really weird. But, like, I would sit there and do that with kids. They're like, oh, I love Star Wars. It's so cool. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, it's really cool. And they're like, remember that time that so-and-so did the, the, the this? And I was, I was sitting there, like, nod and go, like, yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite part, too. <laughs> it was literally the door of the Explorer. <laughs> like, what's your favorite part of our adventure today? Me too. That one, Dora. <laughs> <laughs> a shout out to Dora, John Stamos, the Explorer. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, like I would do that. I was such a poser for Star Wars, and eventually, like, I started. So really, you understand my pain I with Doctor Pepper. Really, really wanting the Lego sets because that Lego Slave One. The was Lego set, Star Wars Lego sets, were cool though. So cool. And then I, it was Dad who called me out on. He's like, "Look, if you want these, you gotta watch the movies." And then I did. <laughs> so like. I guess well deserved. Well deserved. Put me in my place. Told me like you know I would do the same thing. Like if people are like, hey, I really want to get into Mad Max, I'd go like, okay, you can watch the fourth one. Watch the other three as well. They're not gonna be nearly as put together as the third or the fourth one, but you gotta watch. See, I haven't watched any of them. They're good movies for the seventies and the eighties. You gotta keep that in mind. Like action movies have changed a whole lot since then. Do I still think they're awesome? Definitely. Are they nearly as easy to jump into as the fourth one, Fury Road? I love you, Fury Road. Literally my favorite movie. Other than Tombstone, I guess, because Tombstone's a classic. But like, if we're doing movie shout-outs, I like Secret Life of Walter Mitty. That's pretty good. That has me playing movie. the asshole boss. Uh, so I guess shout-out. Uh, Adam Scott, are you listening? I look just like you, apparently. Um, so that's... So when I refer to my friend that's you, I should just say Adam Scott. Yeah, see that's the thing. Like literally, <laughs> like I personally don't see it too much. Do I enjoy it? Yes, because I think Adam Scott's a very pretty guy. So And like, when you call out to me, who are you gonna call out? Oh man, who Ryan do, Goslin? Oh, uh, I mean it's MacGyver? so hard. It's really hard to tell you guys apart sometimes, especially if you're at the same party, you know. <laughs> like whenever we're at one of John's parties, like we really have a hard time picking you out between you and uh Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Who is a celebrity that you look like? I don't think well, you I've think about ever that thought we'll about that. Edit it to where it's shorter, so it's like you knew it right off the top of your head. Yeah, here <laughs> I know exactly which one you sound like, or not sound like that you look like. <laughs> cut here. We're not gonna cut that in. We're just gonna leave this here, and uh, yeah, I'll get to that eventually. I'll think about that in the back of my mind because I'm so good at multitasking. Uh, so, we'll come up with it at the end. Yeah. <laughs> So we're going to do right here some quick fi- – this is the quick fire session that's new to the KWC oh, podcast and may never happen again. It's new this to me just- too. Fun. 
So we're just going to hit some topics that we know we want to talk about. First of all, I want to talk about Facebook and something creepy. Okay. Hit me. So Facebook, I recently, as you may or may not know, I don't know how much details we've let out on the podcast, but uh, obviously I'm from Georgia and I'm kind of in Raleigh, North Carolina right now. And currently recording, I am in New Jersey for Work? stuff. Yeah, Work. I guess. Yeah. Um, so in New Jersey... I'm up here. I do not have any mutual friends up here on my Facebook yet, right? But the other day, uh, the people I'm staying with, I popped up on their Facebook as a suggested friend. And without any mutual friends, I wonder how Facebook knows. Because I haven't, I literally haven't posted anything on Facebook while I've been in New Jersey as well. You also, so, I don't think you've posted since you've been in North Carolina. To be honest, you don't participate. Literally, I have. You I have because I got engaged while I was in North Carolina. So I posted. I guess that is yes. that's true. Yeah. But still, from my Facebook activity, you can't tell I'm in New Jersey. I didn't change anything. I haven't posted anything. I don't have any mutual friends in New Jersey. So it's a little suspicious how I popped up on their suggested friends. I mean, it's not okay. One, it's it would be suspicious if we didn't already know. Like that... I know they had the capabilities, but I didn't know that they're that stupid to admit that they do it. <laughs> well, that was kind of a thing a while back. Like Zuckerberg was getting a lot of crap for like. Yeah, Zuckerberg. It actually, we're calling you out. Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg. I know you're listening. I actually <laughs> hold on. Is Facebook up on my? Laptop that actually would be accurate because that's the thing. Okay, it's not. So he's he's not here. The FBI is listening though. But uh, actually, yeah, that that happened to. Well, um, you could listen and add to our our listens. Yeah, you, you know listen the normal way FBI. If you listen the normal way, at least our subscriber count will go up, please, or our listen count. <laughs> we just breached two hundred. What's up, everybody? But uh, so yeah, that happened to Kaylin recently too, in that she had the Facebook app open on her phone. And she was talking to a friend in person about, like, engagement rings and stuff like that because a friend of ours got engaged, not not you, but our friend, John Stamos, to Mrs. John Stamos, and I guess, and... Wasn't he already married in our story from when we were seven? <laughs> Hold on. I don't know. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm losing the plot as far as John Stamos is occurring. I think Well, we everybody knows ran... John Stamos has a time travel machine, so ah, we're, yes. we're okay. good. We don't have to explain ourselves on that. Okay, good, good. Everybody knows that. It is public uh, public domain. But it is now. It is now, thanks to Facebook. But uh, so she was talking about engagement rings and literally like three advertisements for like, you want to buy a ring? Check out this website or go on eBay to buy a ring. Hey, there's pawn shops in your area selling, selling rings. By the way, Zales, every kiss does begin with K, technically. and just, Z. Or Z, apparently. Did you go to Jared recently? Okay. Any of y'all, I know I'm about to just dump on the diamond industry. Actually, I'm not about to. I can't right now. I just can't. But um, hit us up. I'll talk about rings. But whatever. <laughs> like, but, uh, you know, that's kind of the case. It's just like 100% you're being listened to. Even if you, whatever you're being listening to, just don't. We had a former, oh, man. Okay, so while we were living in Conyers, I voiced my displeasure about this while I was there, so I feel a little bit more confident talking about this, regardless if anybody is listening other than Mark Zuckerberg. And uh, our housemate was talking about getting an Echo. And 
I 100% flip bricks. Just like, uh uh-uh. Nope, no, 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 no. I am not about to live in a household with surveillance. Like, you know, it's one thing that through wiretap... Okay, sorry. What is it? The the Patriot Act or whatever? Uh, You know, we've been pretty used to being listened to since... 2001, I don't know what happened then, but something happened, I'm important, I'm sure, that allowed so-and-so uh, to wiretap pretty much every American citizen to, you know, whatever, protection of the state, whatever. But, uh, but Alexa, that invites it to your household. Like, literally, Jeff Bezos, Mr. Jeff Bezos, is listening to everybody at all times because he's omnipresent. And... And I was about, uh-uh. And, like, with all the stories of just Alexa, like, glitching out, like, reading obituaries and, like, laughing in the middle of the night or whatever, or, like, phantom ordering items and stuff like that. Or, you want to try Alexa? Try ordering this. Say this out loud, and it will be immediately on your way. You know, like, those kind of advertisements or whatever, they rub me the wrong way. Like, just, ooh, it, oh, yikes. It just does not gives me indigestion but it's like <laughs> like it's a really weird side effect but it only gives me indigestion it's not anxiety it just just ended no it stresses me way the hell and then out. alexa's like would you like some tums uh, uh, no if alexa knew anything tums i don't me, want your tums <laughs> tums makes me barf alexa leave me alone uh true story but uh yeah so like that was one of those things that like our housemate had talked this talked about it to us i guess to feel it out but here's the thing on the date that this story that he was like he was talking to us about this, he had already ordered said Echo and was already on the way to the house, and like I think they went on vacation or they're working or whatever like our housemates, and then like I just have to be speak like talking in the living room and just like I happen to just like you know when you catch something out of the corner of your eye and you're like hold up, and you go into like hunt mode and there was an echo behind the screen of the lap or the computer that was in the living room, and like it just it, it literally like white i just saw white dude just like uh uh-uh nope and i like i every time i was in the living room i'll admit it i was the one unplugging it the entire time like i had half a mind (laughs) that there was an internal battery that would run while it was unplugged to be honest like i know that's a little paranoid but it's one of those things that like if they want constant surveillance what's one way to do it you're the guy who puts sticky notes over your uh, laptop you know ironically (laughs) ironically no i don't have that but i've just been too lazy to do it but yeah i am that guy because it's like it's it's one thing if we didn't have confirmed proof that it was happening (laughs) like but it's another thing that we do and nobody cares like because it's convenience it's surveillance at the convenience of the consumer and that's not cool like i just i hate it and like i know a lot of like it is convenient it is but it was also like a thing that like Alexa has an app on your phone like if you have the Echo or if you have the Dot or whatever brand of you know this is uh, you know there's an app on your phone that connects to it so like you can get it saves the conversations that are in your household, and this is confirmed. I'm not pulling this out of my rear. I tend to so talk. So the wife can bring it up in an argument twenty years later. I, that, but isn't that right, thing. Red? <laughs> like it's, it's a uh, like because like our housemate was literally like, oh, check this out, and like it, it was like we could hear conversations of like me and Caitlin having like talks in the kitchen or something like that from the Alexa it is a little creepy. where no one was in the house but us and like it's one of those things that like you know the obvious immediate defense is like well if you didn't have anything to hide you shouldn't be worried right 
that is literally not the point. It's not the point at all. Just a little bit of privacy would be nice. Just a <laughs> little bit. And that was one of those, it stressed me so out. I mean, again, I just said I'm a super anxious person. So, like, what doesn't? But, like, that especially. And I don't love it. I don't really remember my original point. That seems to be this episode's uh, theme, I guess. But, like, it, you know, like, these, I guess we were talking about surveillance. So, or at least Facebook being really weird. And... You know, just the fact that people are just like, oh, the Echo. Oh, neat. I got one. Neat. And I, I'm just sitting there going like, why? No, don't. No. Like, we talked about 1984, what, last week or whatever, or the week before. And it, was just, uh, it was a lot of weeks ago. <laughs> it was a lot of weeks ago. But uh, with my memory, it was yesterday. But, like, you know, it's, it's that's the whole point of the book. And, you know, it just does not sit right. But, so we are now 56 minutes in. The mm-hmm. quick fire session didn't go as quick as I thought. So we only hit like one of the like five small topics we had. But I got a we short do one. need to eat some Pop-Tart. I got a short one so, real quick. Okay, Talk about eating. Go, I, I go, had the go. best McDonald's I ever had in my life. It was a random one in Roswell, Georgia. It was 2.15 in the morning. Everything came out amazing. That sweet tea was delicious. The fries were perfect. They were fresh and they were lightly salted. Not too salted, but not You were in Roswell? I was in Roswell, yeah. Or the exit. Okay, keep going. 400. It was the Roswell exit, so I wasn't in in Roswell, but I was on the exit for Roswell. And Caitlin got a chicken biscuit. It was delicious. I got a hamburger. It was delicious. 2.15 in the morning. This McDonald's had three stars. It was a crime. Shouldn't happen. It shouldn't, shouldn't happen. happen. But it did. By Those all means. stars aligned. I turned and told you. I'm like, Cody, I had the best McDonald's in my life. And you're, or I was like, I got McDonald's at 2.15 in the morning. Everybody we've told the story was like, it was bad, right? I'm like, no, it wasn't. It was delicious. I... Have not been to McDonald's since, except for today, and I only got a Coke, and that's not really a fair judgment of how well everything's going. So, let's go do some Pop-Tarts. Again, just to confirm, blueberry versus strawberry milkshake. Strawberry milkshake, Haven't yes. we done Ironically, blueberry? though, yeah, we have. We're on the second column. Are we? Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, Ironically, though, I had McDonald's today, and it was probably the worst McDonald's I've ever had. The fries were bad, the quarter pounder was bad, and the Coke at this McDonald's, is notorious for tasting bad. But the Dr. Pepper, I tried that today. Mm-hmm. It also tasted different. Well, it was weird. Dang. They need to reconsider all their sodas. Let's go heat up some And that was in Newton, New Jersey. But yeah, let's go <laughs> warm them up. All right. So pause or stop? Stop. Mmm. 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 Nope, just kidding. Uh, we said, already create the pop tarts again. I thought you said you had an interesting way to start this off. <laughs> it was interesting. Well, okay, yeah, that'll be up to them, I guess. It made you laugh. Sure. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we create the pop tarts in this episode, like we did the last one, because I hate hearing Cole chew and what luck. I hate hearing you chew, and I hate editing out about go. four minutes of us <laughs> chewing. So it's a lot of. And I don't even have milk this time. I just have water. So uh, you'll only hear water gulps. Still is gross to listen to, but... It's only gross if I tell you it's milk. And you're imagining No, it's still pretty gross. I think your lactose intolerance kind of plays a part. You're telling me I'm biased? Yes. Yeah, I mean, you're right. So we munched on some poppy tarts today. Now, this one was interesting. So we got strawberry pop-tart... Or, no, sorry. Strawberry milkshake pop-tarts and blueberry. That was the matchup for today. Now, on strawberry milkshake boxes, it says... Ooh, try me, frozen. Whereas most Pop-Tarts are like, you should put me in the toaster. This one's like, nah, don't put me in no toaster. And I agree. Put me in the freezer. But you can't freeze them for five minutes and pop them out and be good. 
uh, you typically have to freeze things longer than that. So I had mine in the freezer for at least 24 hours. I had mine in there for three days, <laughs> so that mine might have been a little dense. <laughs> I didn't want to so, forget. So, yeah. So to validate this, I also put in some blueberry Pop-Tart in the freezer. So I had a frozen blueberry, frozen strawberry. I had a room temperature, room temperature, and I had warm and you know, warm, how I typically eat my pop That would have been a real good idea on my part. I just threw the strawberry milkshake into the fridge. <laughs> And called it a day. Uh, well, really and truly, you are testing them as you would eat them, though. Yes. I would never throw blueberry in the yeah. freezer. I only threw this one in the freezer because it said to on the exactly. box. Exactly. And the box had a very commanding voice mm-hmm. to it. You the know? box was yelling. It was really loud. I'm like, I'm inside. This is, I'm at Walmart. Quit screaming. Jeez. Now, upon opening the packaging, the strawberry milkshake did not look as colorful and as exotic as I thought it would. Most of the dessert ones are pretty crazy. This one was a pretty plain pink frosting and very few sprinkles, actually. I don't know about yours. Uh, mine had a healthy amount of sprinkles. and, and like They were big, but I not I say a many. healthy amount. I guess a healthy amount would be not that much, huh? But, like, yeah, they're not super huge sprinkles. It's pink icing with <laughs> multicolored sprinkles, and it's not quite the, like, light pink that cherry will do it's kind of a pasty looking pink to tell you that this bad boy is strawberry milkshake flavored and it's not here to play uh yeah so and upon getting ready to eat them i i will describe my experiences i I was breaking that thing up uh and the warm one just looked like a gooey paste, you, like a toothpaste say, mixture of bubble gum. It did not look I'm good. I'm glad you owned up to it because I was about to call you out. And I'm like, I think you likened it to toothpaste. Uh, but, yeah, like, admittedly. It just didn't look appetizing. It, yeah, you know, there's a few things that, you know, how the whole, uh, uh, when it's something is brightly colored in nature, it means that it's poisonous and not good for you or anything like that. And we tend, we invented gushers, and we decided, like, nah, we're not going to listen to that rule. And Tide Pods. And Tide Pods, of course. That's <laughs> kind of a dated joke to make for our show, but, you know, whatever. No, what's different, I guess, with any of our other content? But, like, uh, when it comes down to it, yeah, like, I got to say, you know, I wasn't too thrilled with the way the hot one. Now, I did also pre-snack on a strawberry at one point, and I did give you kind of my rundown. On a strawberry milkshake. Yeah, strawberry milkshake. Uh, don't don't get it twisted. I have not had strawberry in a hot minute. But um, I was like, yeah, it's all right, because it was sweet. It has hints of vanilla in it as well, because I guess milkshake or whatever. And it's a thicker type. It's definitely not like the traditional pop-tart filling and that's just kind of thicker i guess and a lot sweeter i mean it's kind of the same kind of sweet it was just more pasty yeah very like mouthfeel pasty like so yeah now we've described blueberry in the past i don't think we have to go into too much detail on that i so let's go ahead and jump in i finally put one in a toaster you were the one who got to enjoy the heated uh i say finally i've done it i guess at some point in the past and how was it was it glorious they got it right they shouldn't have made another pop tart after blueberry (laughs) (laughs) uh, not even strawberry not even strawberry oh i can't say which one came first i'm not a pop tart historian the chicken or the egg uh yeah what came first toaster or the you were a pop star a pop tart historian have you listened to episode three <laughs> or four or five i don't know which no. one was. uh well the one <laughs> that we started on it was three um no the one where it was billy mays whatever but uh who but yeah like that was um dang it. uh yeah so hot blueberry 
Dango Pop-Tart. Cold strawberry milkshake is probably the best form of form it. Yeah. Of it's less pasty. Strawberry milkshake. It is a little bit uh, a little bit al dente. You got to put a little bit more work into chewing it. Um, room temperature is kind of, I say tip for tat texture-wise, but honestly. I think it was better than warm strawberry milkshake. Oh, my God, yes. The colder strawberry milkshake, strawberry milkshake is, the better gross. it is. But, like, hot, it was hot garbage. It was, like, the paste just feels weird in my teeth. If I have a lot of sugary paste-type stuff in my teeth, it hurts. And the hot strawberry milkshake did trigger that. And just like, oh, this does not feel good. This is not a good experience that I'm having. Uh, Room temperature was meh. That was the one I had the other night. Um, It was okay. That's kind of like where I was at with it. I do prefer regular strawberry over it, but that's not the one that we're working on right now, or at least that's not the bracket we're working on. But, like, eh, room temperature, blueberry beat it out, and then hot. Oh, my God. Hot blueberry beat the tar out of it. Cold. I did not get a cold blueberry, so I don't have that, but... I think it 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 was good. I'm not going to say better than room temperature. It's about the same as room temperature, but in a different mm-hmm. way. You I kind of wish I tried it, but I literally only have one packet of blueberry right now. Um, hey, save that for the next round, because blueberry apparently is advancing. No, no, this was my one packet. Uh, oh, JK. Whoops. I could save the quarter that's <laughs> Oh, left yeah, over. you got one packet, not one box. Yeah, because okay. blueberry you can get individually. Um, that's also a good I mean, th- if you're doing That a being said, tournament. you kind of touched on it there for a second, but blueberry beats the tar out of strawberry and milkshake. Like... Because it wins in multiple facets. Like, I didn't try it cold, but I don't think the opinion of cold blueberry, unless, like, I ate it and it was replaced with, like, I don't know, like, something disgusting or something, like a strawberry milkshake Pop-Tart when it's hot, uh, then there's no way in the world that it was going to be hot blueberry or room temperature blueberry, for that matter. Because, like, all right, let's get rid of, like, I didn't judge blueberry cold. Let's get rid of the cold category, which is literally what strawberry milkshake's best is. And then let's get rid of hot because, like, clearly blueberry wins it. Let's do it room temperature. Blueberry is better pop tart. It's just like it's. Well, I tested all of them. Blueberry was better than all. Yeah, of them. there you go. And and for reference here, like I hated on cinnamon roll, but cinnamon roll will be happy to know that I have a new least favorite, and I think this strawberry milkshake. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Like this, at least I finished cinnamon mm-hmm. roll. I ate one pop tart of each flavor. Yeah. Um, and strawberry milkshake, I could not finish. And I don't know if I just couldn't differentiate between looking at it and like thinking of it you as a nasty toothpaste. You opened it, and you were just like, "I am not expecting anything good out of it." You were in a not good headspace going into this one, so I wasn't. But it because it, it looks like toothpaste, you, so it was hard for me to differentiate that with the mm-hmm. taste, which does play a factor in it. But the taste didn't help either. <laughs> It's like, it would have been better if it tasted And honestly, good. I don't think it tasted like a strawberry milkshake mm-hmm. either. It didn't even really taste like strawberry. It kind of tasted more like bubblegum. They called it a bubblegum Pop-Tart. I would have been, I would have believed it Yeah, more. like, <laughs> actually, with the level of sweetness that it has, like, as far as, like, you know, just sweetness up and down, like, it is just how sweet something is. It tasted like double it, bubble. It, I mean, it didn't taste like bubblegum flavoring, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> but, like, the sweetness level was on par with that, like... So that does hurt it. Like, I will still cons. Would I choose it over blueberry? Lord, no. Would I choose it uh, if it was at the house? Would you choose it over any uh, of them? <laughs> I'll choose. I wouldn't even eat it if it was at the house. I have them at the house, and like, I will eat them because I did consider <laughs> the room chipper ones good. But like, I ate it as a dessert. I didn't eat it as a breakfast. Like, I was literally. It was like 10 p.m. at night. It was post dinner. I was like, you know what? I'm a little hungry. 
I'm going to have me a strawberry milkshake Pop-Tart. And as mm. that, it served its purpose. It was a dessert. But I've also been completely on the record on how I consider most Pop-Tarts desserts anyway. And it takes... I don't even know if this one would be better with ice cream. Oh I don't my know. <laughs> it doesn't help that I've had a very... I haven't had a strawberry milkshake recently, but I guess... Okay, literally I have, if we say strawberry plus milk plus shake, because that's what a pink drink is at Starbucks in that you add strawberry, you add coconut <laughs> milk, and then you shake it in a shaker. Uh, so I have had a strawberry milk shake recently, and like, yeah, it's not quite Pop-Tart. Like, and not in a good way, not quite a Pop-Tart, you know what I mean? But, yeah, Blueberry wins this, hands down. Yeah, Blueberry took it out. I'm excited for some of the other matchups coming mm-hmm. up. This new guy just got stomped, but there's some other good matchups coming up that I'm excited for. I kind of saw Blueberry. I, I, They had the upper hand, and they took that upper hand and demolished like, Strawberry like Milkshake. The last <laughs> time we touched on Blueberry, you mentioned that you did it hot, and I felt like I was really missing out on that because you're like, oh, it's so and good. And now that I've had one hot, dude, I was so missing out. Like, I've had a hot blueberry Pop-Tart before, and I remember it being good. But, like, blueberry is my go-to flavor for a breakfast item. Blueberry muffin, blueberry toasted strudel, blue, like, literally blueberry pancake, whatever. Like, literally, it is my go-to, so maybe I'm a little biased here. But hot blueberry pastry tart breakfast item. Good. Whatever. Good. Good. Great. Yes. Delicious. Like, Let's go. Let's have another. Whatever. But Starman Milkshake, not too much. As usual, I'm not just gonna we're not just gonna dog on Kellogg's the whole time. They they obviously have we're good ones that they dog in the past, on Kellogg's. And their new ones have low percentage of success, but we always like to give them suggestions to make it better. And I think if you're gonna go into this milkshake kind of desserty route I think it'd be better, first of all, to do a better job on strawberry milkshake. Secondly, why not a malt milkshake and have actual malt flavor? Because that's a pretty unique flavor that you can actually identify. Strawberry milkshake is hard to identify when you already have strawberry, raspberry, cherry, yeah, pop tarts. So something. So maybe malt flavor would be good. I would try that. Part of like so, I guess really just I guess not to 100% dog like you're saying and give I guess some kind of positive thing. It's like strawberry milkshake was decent enough, I guess. But, like, when it comes down to it, yes, a more unique flavor would be really cool. Blueberry milkshake, hello. But, like, it was – so <laughs> one of the things I've noticed is that there's always blueberry. There's always strawberry. There's always cherry. There's always blue, brown sugar cinnamon. They got their mainstays. They know their mainstays. And everything else is a limited-to-time flavor that is kind of hearkening on the sensationalist culture that we are currently in in that, like – like bacon or something. something like nacho fries at Taco Bell, the naked chicken chalupa. This is only around for a short amount of time. It's kind of a challenge. Avocado. Yeah, avocado. Sure. Like, <laughs> so I know what you meant, but like, I literally. I'm talking about like mainstream flavors. They're like, oh, this is avocado. See, in, this in my brain, recipe. I separated avocado. I heard it in a vacuum, and I was just like, yeah, avocado, whatever. But like, like for instance, the mango dragon fruit thing at Starbucks or whatever. It's like it's a limited time thing. It's a new flavor. Whoa! And it doesn't matter if it's too sweet or too naked chicken chalupa. I kind of want some Taco Bell now. Uh, like, you know, it doesn't matter if it's, like, not a great flavor. It's only there for a short amount of time, and it's kind of a challenge. Can you eat this taco that the shell is made of? Some fried chicken. Here, I'll get into that surfer guy again. 
And everybody will buy it for like two months. Yeah, exactly. And then everybody will realize it's not that good. And then they'll be limited like, edition. So like it'll be double gone. down sandwich at chick- uh, uh, K- KFC. Like this is a chicken sandwich that has chicken as the bun. You'll buy it, you morons. Like it's quite literally like, yeah, you're right. We will. <laughs> like, so I can't blame them too much. So like I think because Pop-Tart has figured it out. Obviously, their next step is to do these limited-time flavors and kind of figure out which one stays. So I can't blame them. Which one could make it to a mainstay, and I think our tournament is here to tell them obviously, that. Which one of these has the best potential to make it as a mainstay? Because this is part of innovation. You are supposed to try new things, and even if they're not that great, obviously, if we if we were only judging the best flavor that wasn't any of the limited-time flavor ones or any of the new ones, this would probably be pretty boring and actually kind of hard because we already know we like the four flavors. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, this might have been a little bit harder. I'm excited for it. I will say, like, the mainstays do kind of get a dual token because they get strawberry, unfrosted strawberry, blueberry, unfrosted blueberry, uh, brown sugar cinnamon, unfrosted brown, uh, brown sugar cinnamon. So they kind of get a dual token as a chance to win because they're, they're both supporting that main flavor, you and know? And then also we're but, super biased in favor of them because they're delicious and they're appropriately balanced between sweet and Are we and biased? Good. Are we biased? Or are they the best? Uh, There's a reason a that one. they're the they're they're sold in the giant Costco boxes. Dude, you know? I kind of wish them giant boxes were actually giant Pop-Tarts, but I don't think I'm the only person who says that. <laughs> what toaster would it fit I in? I think... <laughs> I have an exciting uh, end of the summer thing that I would like to do. I would like to try and make a homemade Pop-Tart. Oh, dude, I was thinking the same thing. Like how you challenged me to make a dish or something like that. I was thinking, like, what if I make my own Pop-Tart and just, like, go get some apples, no, hit them with a hammer? No, you have to make Coke now, th- or you have to make a craft soda now. All right, I'll get the cacao beans and strain it through some ammonia. Oh, Coca-Cola. Okay, sorry. Uh, So, <laughs> oh, yikes, dude, make my own soda. Oh, that's right. I did. Yeah, that's what you said in the last Sorry, episode. Sorry, <laughs> I take every episode as if I edited it. it so I've heard it like dude, a billion times. You also times. did listen to the last episode a lot with that skit. So, like, yeah, uh, I get that. I should try to make my own soft drink. I need to get a big old jug so I can stuff it in the basement. I'm just gonna make mead, whatever. Like, <laughs> oh, maybe the end of the pop tart thing. I can make a homemade pop tart, and you make a homemade pop tart. <laughs> And it has to be good to be uh, stay for a while, like a real Pop-Tart, so we can send it to each other in the mail. Yeah. And then boot those against each other and then compare them to what we've had in a tournament. That would be them. pretty cool. Hopefully above cinnamon roll. That's hey, my goal. Remember that challenge we had against each other? This will just be the last little step. We've already figured out which uh, Pop-Tart. Uh, do you remember that challenge we had to see who could make the better shoe out of duct tape and cardboard? Yes. I feel like that's going to be kind of similar. Both of them are going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think that wraps it up, people. You know the winner is Blueberry, and you know that the winner of your favorite podcast challenge is Catch Up With Crab Legs. I guess. Oh! Uh, We've enjoyed doing these 10 episodes, and Cole has something to say. I do. So I actually had a coworker who kind of picked up what our name means. Because, like, I was talking about it. And do, can I reveal it or, like, do we want to hold on to it? But, like, I had a coworker who was like, you know, that kind of sounds like dot, dot, dot. And I was like, dude, that's actually 100%. Like, you're on the right path. Well, technically, we we kind of revealed that in episode nine. It just hasn't been released yet as of recording. What? Hold on. Yeah, because we were like, oh, yeah. And, uh,. Thanks for catching up with Crowley. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's kind of the thing, yeah. I'm going to have to edit this bit. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so, huh? 
But yeah, I guess that's uh, that's all I really had about that. If you want to plug something, go for it. Uh, I have a YouTube channel. It's called it's uh, Colio Jenkins. It's one word: Colio C O L I O Jenkins J E N K I N S. I review Nerf blasters at the moment and just kind of goof off around the house. I also have an Etsy page. It's Lasset Art Studios. I paint with guns and I sell the paintings. Uh, Lasset L A S S E T T Art A R T Studios whatever, and that's it on that uh you have a youtube channel depends on if you want to plug it or not yeah it's been a while since i've plugged frizz vision f-r-i-z-v-i-s-i-o-n uh it's basically a little youtube channel with a few videos kind of discussing how to play this game that me and my brother not Not cool made up um and we hope it gains popularity because we think it's pretty fun and we'd like to play other people so we'd like to at least get it big enough to meet someone who's like oh i play frizz and then we'll go (laughs) play right so go check it out go check out the videos we have some live gameplay you can check out there Leave a comment, drop a comment, be like, oh, I found you because of Catch Up With Crab Legs. That'd be cool. Definitely. Um, Don't forget to comment and like our Facebook page and Twitter page. Let us know you're out there. Tell us what you like and what you don't like. We're 10 episodes in now, so we're trying to really dial down what we want this the rest of this season to be about, at least. And then maybe in future seasons, we'll jump around, do some different things. Mm -hmm. But... Tell us what you like and what you don't like. We'll try and continue doing what you like. Ideally, yes. And <laughs> uh, real quick, yeah, thanks for the Twitter is at KWCast. It's uh, KWC and then AST. KWCast. I wasn't able to get KWC podcast or KWC show because uh, whoever else has it was very, very tightly wound on that. And the Facebook page is of course at ke- <laughs> or is Ketchup with Crab Legs, and Cody runs that one. I run the Twitter. And yes. And don't forget, if you want to share anything with us, you can always email us at ketchupwithcrablegs at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, if you want to send us a craft beer or a craft soda of your own home Please. brew, you can email us and we'll tell you where you can send we'll that. Make a bracket. If you want to send us a Pop Tart recipe or if you just want to put some pictures on the Facebook page, reach out to us. We'll do what we can. We want to interact with you guys. It is- Thanks for yes. listening. Thank you very much. Thanks for catching up with Crab Legs. With crab legs. And Colio. And Colio, I guess.